those of us with CKD always say that, don't we? There's so much we have to change about our lives once we're diagnosed. That is, if you want to keep your CKD under control and possibly slow down its progression. There are the dietary changes to start. Then the medications. Don't forget the lifestyle changes. Exercise, avoid alcohol, no drinking, rest, adequate sleep. We all know the drill. However, those are not the only things that changed in my life. I'd written how-tos, literary guides, and study guides for decades. I'd taught research writing on the college level. And I'd earned an academic certificate in creative writing. Add my having been a teacher for most of my adult life and you have the basis for a CKD awareness advocate. That is how my life changed the most with my diagnosis. The first thing I did was research for myself. I then decided that was pretty selfish. What about the people who didn't understand what their nephrologists were saying and didn't know how to research for themselves? Keep in mind, this was back in 2008 way before the patient-based treatment movement began. I had never published a book myself. Rather, I had always written for publishers at their request. That changed with my desire to become an advocate for CKD awareness. My thinking was, who's going to publish a book about CKD for patients by a lay person? I was and I did. What is it and how did I get it? Early stage chronic kidney disease was the first book. I kept it reader-friendly and explained what I hadn't understood and what others had asked me about. That sparked a bunch of readings at bookstores, coffee shops, and civic clubs. Then the book was mentioned in various publications, both locally and nationally. I was getting the word out. The book and its information also ignited requests from various groups for articles and or caused those groups I'd requested to write for to change their minds and say yes. I even organized a kidney walkout here in Arizona. And now I serve as a patient advisor for two pharmaceutical companies. What struck me the most was when an Indian doctor told me about how very poor his patients were and that he wanted them to have the information in the book, but they couldn't possibly afford it. Together, we worked out a plan for me to blog a chapter a week. He would print each week's blog and make multiple copies for his patients. Great. Now I just needed to learn how to blog. Again, I did. With the help of my older daughter. Thank goodness she knew what she was doing because I didn't. But it worked. I blogged as slow it down CKD. Once the book's chapters were all blogged, I was having such fun being a CKD awareness advocate that I didn't want to stop. So, I didn't and that's where the slow it down CKD book series began. Each year I would gather that year's blogs and format them into a book. At this point, they go from 2011 to 2021. You're right, no ones can keep covering the basics of CKD for a decade. I branched out into writing about dialysis, transplant, pediatric nephrology, and different kinds of kidney disease. There were also guest blogs from the adult children of CKD patients, transplantees, other CKD writers, and innovators. I no longer give book talks or participate in meetings, unless they are online. COVID and cancer took my energy. But I still write and will continue to do so. I still feel it's important that people know about this disease. So many have CKD and don't know it. It's sort of sad since all it takes is a blood test and a urine test to be diagnosed. I urge you to keep telling your friends and family how easy it is to make certain they're not part of the club no one wants to join. Thanks for taking the time to read my story. And thanks to all the readers who share the blog, talk to others about it, buy the books and share them with friends and family. Thanks to all those who urge their friends and family to get tested, who go with them to be tested, and who accompany them to be an extra ear at their nephrology appointments. And thanks to those who urge their nephrologists to remember to explain and ask questions of their patients. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CKD. More than one in seven, 
that is 15% of U.S. adults or 37 million people, are estimated to have CKD. As many as 9 in 10 adults with CKD do not know they have CKD. About 2 in 5 adults with severe CKD do not know they have CKD. That is as of last year and only for the United States. I turned to MedAlert help to find the global statistics. The global estimated CKD prevalence is between 11.7% and 15.1%. To be more specific, that's around 13.4%, or 850 million people suffering from chronic kidney disease worldwide, as per chronic kidney disease statistics worldwide for 2020. That was two years ago. Imagine what it is now. Surely, you can see the need for CKD awareness. You can help. Start talking about chronic kidney disease. Please. Until next week. Keep living your life.